0: Welcome to Pure Sex Radio with your hosts, Jonathan and Stephen. This dynamic program is designed to educate, encourage, and equip listeners with the tools necessary for living a life of sexual purity. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. And now, please welcome Jonathan and Stephen on Pure Sex Radio. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio Broadcast. Glad you've decided to join us today. My name's Jonathan. I'm here with Stephen Cervantes. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, we're enjoying a a new year in in nice San Antonio, Texas. And, um, you know, we went from early in January, I think we had... You know, a couple days we're out at my place, it got down to fifteen degrees, and I was thinking, This is not what I'm used to. This is <laughs> this is not San Antonio weather. That's right. And you know, then as we got later into January, it's like, okay, seventy-five degrees. Okay, that's more like San Antonio <laughs> in the wintertime. But um we wanna just remind you that we are a listener supported broadcast, and this just means that the only way we can produce this and distribute this around the world is uh, through partners like you that decide to come alongside and uh, financially support us. And we are grateful to all of you who have done that. Thank you. And yes, it's, uh, it's really been neat to see how God has raised up so many of you listeners to say, yes, we, we believe in what you're doing. There's a benefit to what you're doing. And, uh, you know, it keeps us on our toes, too, because it, it keeps us thinking, hey, how can we continue to bless and instruct and um, equip our listeners to live lives of not only purity but also wholeness, uh, yes. because today we're really going to be talking about the issue of um, wholeness and relationships and 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 how alone really affects that. But if you'd like to come alongside and partner with us, simply go to puresexradio.com and click on the donate button. So, Stephen, we are going to be looking at this issue of aloneness, and a lot of these ideas come out of. Uh, the the work that's been done at AuthenticManhood.com, and they've got a series that they do that's called The 33. Um, And so this is out of there, and really just talking about this issue of aloneness. So why don't you share with our listeners where we're going to go
1: this week. Thank you. Um, The men's ministry at our church looked at their workbook, and, and it just struck me, this whole idea of alone, of being alone, and you know, even when you say that, it sounds kind of scary. You're all alone. It's yeah, like I think that's... of like outer space, <laughs> and then just this <laughs> void. You know, and it's empty. And well, and and really, that's a way to scare someone. I'm going to leave you alone. Yeah, nobody's going to want to be your friend. You're going to be alone. And and yet we are alone a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're, meaning with ourselves, right? Alone. So, what are some ideas when you think about being alone? What comes to mind?
0: Well, first, if you don't mind, can I can I at least set the the tone a little bit here by by saying that I believe there's a difference between what we're going to be talking about as alone, yes, and what I would dub uh, solitude. And so, I want to at least just kind of make a uh, distinction that's good. there. Because I would put alone kind of more in the, if I could put it this way, kind of the negative zone or category. Okay. Um, And then I would put solitude more in a positive. So solitude is like, okay, you're by yourself, right? Yes. But it has a more restful, refreshing, maybe purposeful, even worshipful attitude of Uh, saying I'm intentionally pursuing time alone in order to be refreshed and rest or whatever.
1: That's good. That to me is different from alone.
0: Yes, alone. I think has more of this idea of uh, I'm not intentionally pursuing this. I just feel disconnected. I feel uh, like nobody knows me. I feel kind of out in space, and I'm in this empty place with nobody
1: else. It it does sound scary to be alone. Figure Mm -hmm. out life alone. Go it alone. Do it yourself versus solitude, which is sort of a restful. A peaceful, meditative, reflective state of, of you and your maker and life and your place. Now, I also want to throw one other thought in here, and that's about lonely. Lonely is an emotional warning system, I think, that says, hey, you're out there too far disconnected. And so sometimes when you feel lonely, it's your body saying, hey, go find a friend.
0: And that's kind of a warning system, right? Yeah. Saying, hey, this is, you need connection. Yes. One of the things, the first thing that came to my mind when I thought about alone is I thought it's confusing. Um, <clears throat> as I've thought about various times in my life where I've felt alone, I, aloneness just brought up so many questions. Like, well, I mean, I felt very alone sometimes as a teenager And I thought, well, how do you make decisions about money? And how do you know how to talk to a girl? And how do you, you know, (laughs) figure out life, just do life. Yeah. So alone, I think alone creates a lot of confusion and questions, because if you think about it, where do we learn? Mm -hmm. We learn through community. We learn through connection. Yes. Even if I would even go so far as to say this. I know this is different from relational connection, but. How can you learn alone?
1: No, that's really good. That's good because because even if you
0: if you even if you pick up a book, what you what have you done? You've, you're connecting with an author. Yes. Maybe not in a real relational way, but you know what I mean. You're you're connecting with something that's come from somebody else, and you're learning. And so yes, like,
1: but people will say, uh, "I have to go away and find myself." Yeah, you know, it's like. What? You already know 10,000 things about yourself. What are you going to find? Or the other thing about alone is alone just leaves me with the noise in my head. hmm And you don't think I haven't been over everything a 1,000 or 5 or 10,000 times. You don't think I know all the material in my head, you know, and somehow alone is going to help me with all this muck in my head. Mm-hmm. No, I think, I think you're right. Alone is scary because we are all the resources. We are the resources. Right. We are the solution, the program, the plan, the end, the beginning. We are it alone. And that's why I also think alone
0: can become very depressing. You know, even for the reasons you're stating there. Yeah. If, you have, if you're starting to feel all of that pressure, like, hey, it's all on me. I think that can be an overwhelming thing that can lead to depression because then you think I can't wow. make it. I can't do it. And then I think true. there's another way that we feel depressed in the sense of like nobody knows me. I'm totally disconnected. I feel worthless. I feel, mm-hmm. you know, inadequate or whatever. But I think so alone can maybe exacerbate. Well, depression. and you, know, you
1: see people that are senior citizens working mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm going to live, I'm going to fight, I'm going to produce, I'm going to do, I'm not going to sit home at home and be alone and, and, you know, get caught in my head. I want community. I want connectedness. I think it should be stated,
0: too, that I think alone can be a, a state of mind or a state of emotion, if I could put it that way, regardless of physical surroundings. Because you and I meet guys all the time that they are living their lives alone, surrounded by a lot of people.
1: Oh, that's good. You know that's what I mean. Right. So uh, I yeah. think
0: aloneness is not just a hey, you're 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 physically disconnected from people. Mm-hmm. I think aloneness, you can be in a crowd and be all alone.
1: Yes. Well, and and so this is a discussion about alone, and and we're going to throw a bunch of ideas out there, and I wish you could. Come back at us because we'd like to hear your ideas also in terms of the topic of being alone. Yeah, and
0: in order to do that, you can just send us an email
1: to mypoint at puresexradio.com. So, so, what have you learned about alone? Because alone is either a scary thing or it's a restful thing when you say solitude, rest, peace. And the other thing about alone that's interesting to me is I think we are all alone. Because I interpret alone to mean uniquely made. There's no other you on the planet. Mm -hmm. There's just one of you in all of creation. And that was his design, to make just one of you. So in the end, grand celebration like the Super Bowl, where thousands and thousands and nobody's the same. Identical, yeah. Not one person. And all these unique people... Chose to worship him. Mm-hmm. That's the grand celebration, where our uniqueness, our specialness, the fact that we're only one and we're alone, meaning unique. And so, if I'm hearing you right, then
0: this idea of alone—if it—if that's sort of our core makeup, that we are uniquely made, and in, in that sense, there's no identical throughout all of history of any one of us, then the trouble that we're talking about here is not so much in that design as it is in how we live out that in the world around us, whether we're going to live that out connected to other uniquely made individuals yes. or yes. we're going to start to drift off into isolation in that.
1: Yes. And, and
0: I think you even see this happen sometimes in people who, who almost want to create division. Hmm. You're not like me. Right? And so in other words, they're almost trying to overblow the uniquely made aspect to the point where they're they're stiff arming connection. They're stiff arming hmm. they're almost choosing aloneness rather than, hey, let's you're different, I'm different, right. we're unique, you know, and we and can where still be can we agree. And we can still but, be friends. And so
1: so let me keep going with this thought that we're uniquely made. And that one day as we sit we say, I'm all alone. We all come to that realization one day. I'm all alone. And then if, if you h- listen with your spirit, mm-hmm. the Father whispers, oh, no. I'm here in your life. And it's you and me on a journey. No, no, there's no one just like you. But you are not alone. I made you for me.
0: Oh, and you know what? That just gave me a thought. Why is it that people desire community, even though we're uniquely make? It just made? I just thought of this. If you think about it, I think the reason that people attach themselves to a cause or even to their ethnicity or to some kind of common ground is because they desire to have something mm-hmm. in common with somebody else. And when you said that, it made me realize, what does our maker want us to all have in common? Him.
1: Oh, that's good. So therefore
0: there's only that's one right. him, right? Right. But he resides in you and he resides in me, right? Right. So even though you're uniquely made and I'm uniquely made, guess what we have as a common point? That's right. Him,
1: the, his spirit.
0: And right. so I think that's why there's this constant pursuit by human beings to say, well, how are we alike? Okay, I know we're uniquely made, but but you know, we've got the same skin color or or hey, you belong to that club too, don't you? And you know what I mean? We try to find these common points, yeah. even though we are,
1: as you say, all alone. Well, and he said it's not good to be alone, right? So right. he made relationships, right, and connectedness in the church and the body, right? Um, and it's interesting to me, in worship, you see all these people, none of which are like facing forward, whatever, mm-hmm. towards the cross or wh- whoever's leading, but they're all facing in worship, right? They're all in community connected with the one, mm-hmm. having their own unique experiences in community, right? And so there's this whole idea that if you're alone um and, and disconnected, it's a very scary thing. But if you understand in your lonen- aloneness, have your best dialogues with the father and the the spirit talks to, my spirit talks to his spirit and right and we connect and and you call it solitude or rest or meditation renewal you know but but being okay being alone because we're connected and we're part of a body mm-hmm. right and but and remember lonely is your warning system that says you're doing too much
0: I think lonely is the warning system about becoming disconnected. And so let's talk about why God said it's not good for man yeah. to be alone. Yeah, that's, um, yes, yes. Because that's kind of where we're going to go here in go terms of there it. being a, a wound. There's yes. some kind of wound there. Um, and one of the things they said in this in this book here is that this kind of all-alone wound comes from this tendency that a man lives outside
1: of character-shaping relationships. So— So think about that. If you're living outside, disconnected, you're the hermit off by yourself, right? And you don't come into town, into community and and participate. Because what happens when we get together? We have to practice patience and kindness and self-control and give and take. We get to... To shape one another. Our very character, our very development happens in relationships. Where you go first, then I go next. Or you sacrifice sacrifice and submit and I get my way. Right? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? We're we're developing in community, refining one another. I actually like the way that they they
0: defined the kind of relationship that is key here, character shaping relationships. So that kind of means, Hey, listen, this doesn't mean that, Oh, um, listen, if I just go, uh, sit in a Starbucks all day and I'm just around a whole lot of people and maybe I've learned the barista's first name yes, that somehow I'm, you know, avoiding lo- being alone. The idea is, are there intentional relationships in your life where you're saying, Hey, you know what, I need to be held accountable on some things and I'm working towards some stuff and 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 I need to work more on on responding better to my anger. Or you know what, I need to I need to work on my communication with my wife and will you help me yes. with that? You know, those are character shaping relationships. And when we live outside of those, that's when I think they're talking about this alone wound starts yes. to come up.
1: Yeah, and I like they called it an all alone wound where you try to go through life and not need, not be connected versus what they're saying, a shaping process where one man shapes another, mm-hmm. influences another. And they're talking about as a social gathering, but also on the emotional level, spiritual training, relationship training, right? When we're in community and connected, These much greater things happen.
0: Well, I think that gets down to the issue, and this is something we talk about in our ministry and in the workshops all the time is that I think it really boils down to, um, are you known? Uh, you know, are you it's about being known and that idea of, um, and let's talk about that just for a little bit because I think sometimes that's a confusing concept to people, they might think. Well, yeah, I mean, I, there's plenty of people that they know my name. They know where I live. They know my phone number. That's right. Yeah. And they, they, on one level, they, they misinterpret what being known means. And I think they're trying to attack this on a different level that says, hey, alone is when you can't really point to anybody and say, that person knows me. That's how I think they're talking about aloneness yes. here. In the sense that, is there somebody that, that says, I know Stephen. I know what makes him tick. I know what his struggles are. I know where he's failed, where he's succeeded. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know what his dreams are. I know, you know, I mean. Yes. Well, and it's interesting because it's going to sound like a plug, but when we do one of these Gateway Weekends, mm-hmm. five or six, seven men sit around in a circle and they tell part of their story and they will often say i've never said that before mm-hmm. um, nobody so, knows that about me this yes. is the first time i've ever shared that yeah and some guys will say i was not going i knew that happened i was not going to ever tell anybody in my life i was not going to tell them what happened to me mm. and they they just did and so there's a, f- a sense of
0: freedom yeah there's and why sense... do you why do you think that is in that context that guys will share
1: something that they said they would never share with anybody. I mean, yeah. Well, I think men to come are a little courageous first, mm-hmm. and then two, they find a safe place, and nobody gets judged. Mm-hmm. We don't have blame or shame. We're just guys struggling, trying to help each other, and we can use the the wording of some of this text. Shape your character, mm-hmm. right? Be more. Get free. Be lighter. Have more peace. And so you know, we've talked in previous programs about bad identity and shame dialogue and how if something bad happened to you, if you were beat as a kid or abused as a kid, how that messes your identity up. And the rest of your life, you're trying to you know, run away from that thing. Uh, a lot of times when you tell it, it loses its power. Half the power goes away when you tell it. Mm-hmm. but you need community and you need acceptance, right? You can't do it alone. You can you can grieve alone. You can sort of lick your wounds alone. You can shake your fist alone. But it's almost like when someone says, hey, I'm sorry that happened to you. That should never happen to you, but you're still a good man and you get <clears> acceptance. <gasps> that messes with your head.
0: Yeah, because I think one of the things that, if you think it through, one of the things that you can't experience alone Is feeling known. That's right. right? You
1: know, or being known. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like
0: okay, if you really, if you if you think about it, we are made for relationship. We we are we do on on some level we all long to be known, and when I say that, I think with that comes this idea of and also to be accepted in that knowledge. So it's not just enough that somebody goes, "Hey, Stephen, I I know you're broken." And then, you I know, know. It's, I not know. A, it's, not it's not enough that that's the, that's what they say. You know, if they're essentially running down the street as fast as they can away from you. Yeah. I know you, Stephen. You know, it's yeah. like, and, and so therefore I'm running away. It's more like, I know you, Stephen, and I'm right here.
1: I didn't And move. I still I'm love not, you, yeah. accept you. And what happened to you is different than what happened to me. But we both got wounded on the journey and we're trying to sort of, get our wounds in perspective mm-hmm. so they don't drive us. And the thing is, I think one of the reasons I'm glad you mentioned courage about the guys that come
0: to the Gateway workshop cuz if you if you imagine what it takes to step out of aloneness, there mm-hmm. is a there is a courage needed for it. There is a risk, right? Cuz what happens, Stephen, if I if I let you in? There's a risk there that you go running down the street and say, I don't want anything to do with you because now you've shared that with me. So we understand we're not, we don't want our listeners to think that we don't understand there's a risk here. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes that's why I think we gravitate towards being alone is because we've been hurt in the past or we've, you know, we've tried to share with our past or we've talked to somebody that we thought we trusted. And then all of a sudden that blows up and we say,
1: hey, I'd rather be alone than than experience that. One of the guys came in as as an observer <clears throat> to learn some things and he had this wonderful gift. He would hug you and I mean he would hug you and he would hold you and he would make you stay. Because you know, guys hug yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. three pats yeah, that's and you're it. done. you know. I mean he would wrap his arms around you and he would hug you. And I just saw men just weep mm-hmm. because they were being loved right? They were being pulled in. There's something special about that. Because I want to be known, I want to be loved, but I like to be pursued. I want somebody that wants me, Mm -hmm. you know? And we get that from the Father, right? He pursues us. But when you get a long, deep hug with a man, he sort of signals, you're okay, you're good. Yeah, you belong. uh, yeah. Yeah, you can rest here. It's like, It's so different than just suck it up and get through life and do it yourself and you don't need anybody. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, there's another line in here. To accurately know yourself, you need feedback. Mm. Because one of the things that happens in our groups is men are like mirrors to each other. Mm -hmm. And you have to look at yourself, get feedback. And some of the guys hate it because they have to look at, what they don't want to see in themselves. Well, it's interesting because
0: one of the things we all need Mm -hmm. is we need accountability. I mean, Stephen, if you're going to um, grow as a man, as a husband, as a father, um, can you just be left totally and completely unaccountable for any words and actions you take in any of those contexts? No, there needs to be accountability. And so the feedback is, Stephen, you know— let's say you're you're firing angry words at your wife, maybe you're not accurately knowing how that's impacting her, and so yeah. the feedback that she can give you is you know when you say x y z it really hurts me it feels angry it feels you know that's feedback that's the kind of yeah. knowing and and that pulls you out of that um the the ignorance that comes from aloneness, because a lot of times we're not very self-aware when we're alone. It, yeah. And it's almost a uh, uh, an ironic thing, because you would think, hey, the more I'm alone, the more I'm going to know me, right? I think the more you're alone, <laughs> the more self-deceived you become. Yeah. And you think you're something you're actually not. And so we need that feedback to say... Actually, you know what? You're a colossal jerk, and uh, you might think you're the best thing since sliced bread. (laughs) And it's like, that's not true. I'm not saying
1: we say it in those terms, you know what I mean? But it's like, we need that
0: feedback for drawing us out of the self deception of aloneness.
1: We need brothers to help us grow. That's what you're saying, Mm -hmm. right? I can be full of me, but I need someone to go toe to toe with me. What are you doing? Knock it off. Why are you doing that? Come on, step it up. Yeah. That's low, Step it up to a higher
0: standard. And I think those outside, those kinds of relationships um, help us with even our self-talk. Because when you start having that dialogue with somebody else, obviously when we get into the word and it speaks to us and it starts to, you know, chip away parts of our lives, that helps with then when we are alone and we say, what's the self-talk I'm going to have? Because everybody has self-talk. You know, we talk to ourselves. And so if you can have those relationships that are then helping you see what are, the, what are the, my blind spots, what are the things that I need to look at, then when you are alone, you can even have that kind of self-talk.
1: So I'm reading this book by Henry Cloud, and that guy's great. Um, he talks about three kinds of people. You know, there. You know, you've all we've all done these tests. You're either a dolphin or a bear, mm. or you're a blue or a yellow, or you're a, a letters or whatever you are. They Henry Cloud says there's really only three kind of people: mm-hmm. foolish people, wise people, and evil people. Mm. Now think about that. That's biblical, right? It is. Foolish, yeah. wise, and evil. And he says, just stay away from the evil one. They have bad intent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they just mean harm. Foolish people, he said, the difference between the foolish, uh, I'm sorry, the wise, he said, accept feedback. Mm-hmm. What? This is it. Wise people accept feedback and grow. Foolish people do not accept feedback. So think about this. Being alone really fits in the foolish category, mm-hmm. right? You want wisdom? Get in community, learn. Get feedback, grow. And then he says, evil people just have bad intent to hurt you. Just stay away from evil ones. Isn't that great? That is good.
0: And I would also want to say there's, there's. I want to just very quickly, as our time is running out here, share what they talk about in this authentic manhood about the three key relationships that can help you um, sort of break out of aloneness and just energize your life. One is uh, the encouraging mentor, having somebody in your life that's a little bit ahead of you They can come alongside and kind of like what you're saying, look at those blind spots, give you insight for those challenges they're going to face. The second type of person is sort of the side-by-side person. A lot of times we call these peers in our, in our ministry. And this is just somebody that, man, they're just a, they're a friend to you and they're, they're walking kind of with you at your pace. And then the third type of person that you can benefit from in your life is Having the eager protege, somebody that's a little bit behind you but that you can come alongside and really pour into and invest in. And so these are relationships that if you can develop these kinds of relationships, it goes a long way towards breaking you out of that negative aloneness, the kind that's disconnected and isolated. Yes. And and all these relationships you think foolish. about it, these are helping us grow in wisdom.
1: Because we're learning from others, but then we're also pouring that into into others. So by listening to this podcast, you're practicing Wisdom, yeah. being a wise person who, and we don't claim that we have all the answers. This is a dialogue between mm-hmm. all of us. This is a discussion. Invite anybody you want to our discussion because we are pursuing uh, truth and growth and insight and wisdom. And I know you are too. Amen. Thank you
0: all for being with us, and we look forward to having you back here next time on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at PureSexRadio.com.